Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pastor Eli James here, along with Pastor Martins in South Africa. And uh, in the last couple of weeks, Pastor Martins has been able to solve some of his broadcast issues. Uh, apparently, both of his computers had been hacked, and uh, uh, the listeners who were listening the last couple of weekends know that his sound was pretty bad. Now it sounds pretty good. How are you doing today, Pastor Martins? Good afternoon, Pastor Eli, and also good afternoon to all our friends and listeners across the globe, and in particular, my friends here in South Africa. I know there are quite a number of them listening at this time. And uh, Pastor, if I may, I would like to thank some of my listeners who are whom, whom I know are currently listening. And uh, uh, just to show uh, 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 in, in a, a matter of um, appreciation for the um, enthusiastic participation in this program, uh, I would also like to, if you could also mention just to the listeners, the, um, uh, the chat line where in which they could pose questions or even make comments. But oh, in okay. particular, yeah. my sister Joanna Dutton, she's in... She's residing in Mossel Bay, not very far from where we are, uh-huh. and uh, she's an Israelite through and through, uh, um, a wonderful sister in Father Yahweh, and uh, what an, uh, 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 an honor to have uh, uh, a, a very good acquaintance with her via Facebook. And then, of course, also um, uh, one of my other friends who um, uh, are listening, um, Wow, I'm trying to sift through so many names of people. Arno, Arno Kotsa, I think yeah. it is, who said he was listening. Uh, also, uh, let me just see. But and during the course of the program, I'll, I'll mention some of them again, Pastor. Sure, sure. But, uh, okay. uh, oh, yes. Dalian Vickers. She lives in, I think, Jeffreys Bay or Port Elizabeth. She is an estate agent, and she has propagated my advert um, of our show this evening through to at least 50 of her contacts. Very good. And she said that uh, I think there was there were 15 individuals who actually responded that they would be listening. Yes, right, Pastor, uh, it, yes. it was again a very warm day in, in, in um, uh, Ootswaren. Um, of course, Ootswaren being the uh, ostrich capital of South Africa. And uh, it is located in the uh, what they call the Kleinkarua, and it is extremely hot here. It gets uh, well. The other day it was beyond 43 degrees centigrade. I think that was about 115 degrees oh, wow. Fahrenheit. So wow. uh, very hot and very that's like Death Valley. That's <laughs> Death Valley. It's like that's Death Valley. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, um, uh-huh. it's, it's, we find it to be very peaceful here. We, we walk to town. We, have, uh, uh, I, I, we are very close to the central business district of the town. Uh, if you get into a traffic jam, you will find yourself in perhaps a queue of one of four or five motor vehicles uh, at the intersection. So that is the benefit that we have here. And... Uh, um, the, the, the furthermost point that we have to uh, attend to is the agricultural market, which is about five kilometers from where we live. Okay. And uh, 
of course, um, there is nothing. There is nothing like uh, a difficulty to find parking. Uh, if you have. Yeah. So uh, yes, I think it it is a very uh, it was a very wise move of ours to uh, move to Oatswoden, and uh, we we are busy settling in. I was just mentioning uh, today that uh, or earlier on that uh, uh, finally today I mounted mirrors and um, pieces of art and. Decorating. Um, You're decorating. Decorating. Yes. So uh, we're beginning to, well, our place is beginning to look like a like a, a home. home, not a, yeah, just a right. house. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not not a home like, but uh, not like a motel lobby, but a home. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, actually, now uh, let me just announce really quickly for those listeners who want to get involved in. Uh, chatting with us by by using the website they can go to www.eurofolkradio.com it's spelled in a conventional manner one world your word eurofolkradio.com and then you go to the top of the page and uh, click listen live now listen live now and then underneath there there's a a box that says chat room you click on that uh, box that says chat room and uh, the chat room will open. However, you have to register. You can make up a name. Doesn't what it is. doesn't matter what it is. You can make up a name and a and a password, which will be your future login information. You write that down so you don't forget it. Okay. So that's. Let me repeat that. You go to eurofolkradio.com. Click on Listen Live Now, which is a tab at the very far right at the top. And then once that page opens. Scroll down a little bit to the left, chat room, open that, and then register. Okay, and so you can you can join the other chatters in the chat room. I see uh, Israelite One and Clan Fedron and many others uh, are are in the chat room at the moment. Okay, so uh, that that's how easy it is, and uh, and we will probably have a telephone number, but not for every show. I'm definitely going to have a call in line for the restoration hour in the near future, okay? All right, so uh, the, t- well, the first topic really should be February 27th, upcoming. I have been, yes, uh, anno- I have been uh, announcing it on my shows, and um, it's going to be a prayer, a day of prayer and fasting for Israel. That's true Israel, the Caucasian Israelites of the world, not for Jews. We're not talking about Jews who, who falsely claim to be Israel but for our people, the true descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And it commemorates a particular day in Boer history, uh, February 27th. I'll turn it over to you. Yes, Pastor. It is the day in which uh, the Battle of Majuba uh, was, um, well, 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 happened. And uh, a handful of Boers actually uh, annihilated a whole British garrison on the mountain of Majuba, which uh, was in fact on the route on which we traveled from uh, Blood River, or from from Johannesburg or from Pretoria to Blood River, okay. and back again. If you can recall, where we uh, saw the that train, that massive train that was in front of the city hall, and just to the side of that, there was the um, uh, Anglo-Boer War con- concentration camp mem- mem- commemoration right. um, 
we we saw that uh, those uh, that number of of uh, Nimrod phalluses. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, now, Freemasonic if you, uh, temples, yes. Absolutely. absolutely <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it, it's one of the proofs that the Boer history has been totally hijacked by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, and they've made it as if they their objective is to decimate and de, uh, uh, de, uh, desecrate the Boer history. Uh, as you know, I've shown you um, a footracker monument from a distance because I refuse to go close to the place because it's nothing other than a Moloch temple, uh, a, a synagogue of Satan. Uh, it's a Masonic lodge. The uh, ground base or the basin rooms are um, Masonic lodges. They uh, The place was built on a, what they call a ley line. And uh -huh. these ley lines co correlate with so-called energy lines on, in which they cost they they and well very similar in in terms of the way in which washington dc right uh, was laid out and of course the the um masonic temple in the basin of the freemason looks directly across the valley to the union buildings which is the seat of the south african um uh, Go government right okay so in in exactly the same way as the nelson's column uh, in Washington has a direct line, and, and, and it lies on a, what they call a ley line, in, in directly to the um, the Oval Office of the White House. In exactly uh -huh. the same way, this uh, ley line lies in a direct line of sight with yes. the Union Building. Yeah. Uh, uh, now these. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh. These Freemasons project the. Um, demonic and the evil. Um, I, I want to uh, say it, it. It parallels the uh, witches' uh, spells, which they cast across to the uh, seats of power and dominion. Of course, for the purpose of manipulation, and sure. then also for for uh, um, uh, the, the evil um, deeds and deeds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let me just say real quick, uh, it's not necessarily, it's not the case that these ley lines are evil in and of themselves. It's all the purpose exactly. that, that these people put the ley lines to. The fact is, all virtually all of the European cathedrals and, and, and monuments are built on ancient ley lines, whether deliberately or not, because often these churches and cathedrals, such as Notre Dame and Amiens and many others, and even as into Scotland, and and include Stonehenge, they are either on yeah. lines, ley lines, or on intersections of ley lines. And that this is because the Earth is a crystalline, a living crystal, and this yes. uh, this this whole pattern of ley lines defines its shape. Uh, it gives the spherical shape to the planet, but it has a crystalline structure. Is basically what I'm trying to say. And yeah. the Stonehenge is uh, located right on one of those uh, intersections. Okay, so mm -hmm. that's not evil, but uh, the the Freemasons, knowing of these uh, energy lines, can manipulate the energy and turn uh, to evil purposes for themselves. Back to you. Yes, um, Pastor. There's um, there are a number of these prominent. Um, uh, well, I just call them um, uh, Nimrod phalluses uh, that are littered across South Africa. I think some. Somebody mentioned that there were in the order of 26,000 of these. 
Okay. Um, but one prominent one is the uh, what is deemed to be the women's monument in Bloemfontein. Okay. Now Bloemfontein is the capital of the old um, Boer Republic of the Orange of the Free State, and uh, what they have there is this massive Nimrod phallus, um, which they deem to be the me 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 memorial to the uh, the slain. Uh, somebody said it's the fallen women and children or the Boer people that uh, uh, were uh, decimated in the concentration camps. But I would rather say it is a desecration um, because so many of these women and daughters as young as 10 years old were, were um, raped uh, during the one and a half years that they spent in the concentration camp. Now, can you imagine any worse thing for a woman to be, or women, uh, nearly, well, in the order of about 4,000 Boer women and in excess of 34,000 Boer children that were uh, killed in the concentration camps, but thousands and thousands more were raped, girls as young as 10 years old, uh -huh. raped by, by those very soldiers, and whether they be um, um, what, what, uh, uh, what, what was deemed to be a, um, uh, slave soldiers out of Africa, they were actually bought to come and fight against the Boers. Right, mercenaries, now, yes. <laughs> they were mercenaries, yes. And uh, uh, these mercenaries, when they uh, would actually kill uh, the, a Boer on the, in the battle, uh, you would have an opportunity to go and, and, and he was given an opportunity to go and rape the, that particular Boer's wife in the concentration camp. You, right. you know, it, it, is, it was such a, um, a, an atrocity that it is nothing less than a, uh, an attempted genocide on the Boers, of course, with the Boers being descendants of the house of uh, Jacob. Right. Uh, it was all to, to desecrate the bloodline of the, uh, the, the pure yeah. bloodline of the Israelites. Yes. And, and, um, and, and so many of these stories are only busy coming out now of right. course the women the women had been they had been so ostracized uh, and and they of, of course also of fear uh, because had they been spoken out earlier being under the the governance of the very enemy that created the anglo-boer wars the cape dutch afrikaners they were in fear of persecution. They were in fear of further right. persecution. You must remember what we also had is with the Union of South Africa, the uh, uh, proto-Jew Cape Dutch Afrikaner Jan Smuts uh, disowned and and this um, what do you call it? Um, he disowned Dispos so many of these dispossessed so many of these Boers from their farms and right. Uh, making these Boers, after battling or after fighting two wars against them, these Boers were be, were made beggars on the streets. And the only way in which they could get work was for these Boers, as Israelites now, to go and join the local Dutch Reformed Church so that he could get a letter of, of recommendation from his duomeni in order to be able to go and work as a 
a, a rock breaker on the building of the right. roads or the building yeah. of tunnels on the on the mines. Yes. So you okay, can see uh, it, it was. Yeah. Okay. Now, what you're calling a dormany is uh, is an official of one of the churches there in league with the Freemasons. Is that uh, what you're referring to? Yes, Pastor. Okay. Uh, Dominus is, is derived from the Latin word Dominus, which means God. So right, okay. Um, so Domini, Dominus Vobiscum. <laughs> right. Basically, what it basically what it entails is that these ministers of the Dutch Reformed Church, in fact, of all the Reformed churches, um, are deemed to be gods within their particular domain and that is why in South Africa we find that the Dominion is involved in the school board he's involved in the, uh, okay. the financial he's involved in every facet of the local yeah. community uh, okay. and he's normally the the chairman of such organizations as well and and everybody regards the Dominion when anything happens the Dominion has to be there the Dominion is sort okay. of the dominos of the community right right so, in other words, the uh, the churches in southern Africa, maybe the same in Zimbabwe as well, are dominated by what you're calling domini, basically dominant figures who are godlike persons who uh, rule the roost and are actually doing the will yeah. of the Freemasons and the Rothschilds through the churches. Okay? Is uh, that, absolutely, uh, Pastor. Okay, yeah. And also yeah. what you're calling phalluses, most people call obelisks. Okay, those are obelisks for people That's correct. who aren't familiar with the terminology that you're using. Okay, please continue. Yes, now these Dominis are, of, of course, um, uh, they uh, are virtual, uh, they virtually dominate every facet of the Afrikaner Dom's community across the country. And uh, with they they well in 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 the early 1980s I was um, I, I was invited to become a Freemason for the second time in my life and again at that time as I had done before while I was still at school in matric I visited every possible library that I could and I um, I, I read through every possible book that I could find on Freemasonry. Now, in the early 80s, the books on Freemasonry was not as freely available as they are today. In fact, today you can do every search you want on the on the internet and, and you will right. find the in information there. Uh, and especially into the deeper secrets of the Freemasonry, if you have access to, an, an, for example, in a, a university archive, but nonetheless, what I did discover, I read a book that was written by a very pro-Freemason. In fact, he, he himself was a Freemason. I had un unfortunately forgotten whom this Freemason was, but it was an Afrikaans book. But this Freemason boasted that up to 86% of the Dutch Reformed ministers at the time of the writing, which was in the late 1770s, up to 86% of the Dutch Reformed ministers were members of the Freemasonry. Wow. Wow. Which is a tremendous... In fact, uh, one of the things that I can recall was that there was mention that the, the Freemasons prime, um, where, where they do the prime um, canvassing for new candidates was the 
entry, entrance foyer of the Dutch Reformed Church. Uh-huh. So you can imagine with with um, 86% of the Dutch Reformed ministers being Freemasons, it is an, let's say, it's an open day, it's a feast day for anybody who wants to canvas somebody or the next person for uh, the Freemasonry. And uh, there's such a close association between the uh, the Reformed churches in South Africa, but for that matter, even the church that I was a member of for so many years of my life, um, where I also studied to be a minister, I bumped myself into Freemasonry on numerous occasions. One was while I was just after I had been uh, to the military for my my um, compulsory military training. Uh, I became very active in my church when I finished my military training, and at the time I saw that there was uh, there were a number of our church board members that, um, if you looked at them, you could see that they did not. Uh, it, it, I found it difficult to understand why they were in the church board because they were not spiritual leaders whatsoever. Right. And then I discussed then I discussed this with one of my fellow church board members who had been. On the church board longer than I had been. I mean, I was only in my um, late teens at the time. I, I think I was only 18 or 19. And I was astounded to learn that in the ch- on the church board there were members who were also Freemasons. So I arranged an op- opportunity on a Saturday afternoon. It was scheduled for four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, where in which I called and I invited everybody on the in the assembly whom were Freemasons, as well as on the church board whom were Freemasons, uh-huh. to attend a, a special meeting in the church on that particular Saturday afternoon. Okay. Now, many of the people whom I knew at the time, by virtue of the discussion that I had with this fellow uh, church board member, whom were Freemasons, agreed to attend that particular meeting. However, just before one that particular Saturday afternoon, I received a a telephone call from our pastor. And our pastor said to me, David, that meeting this afternoon, you need to cancel it immediately. And I said to him, but pastor, why? He said to me, Dave, I'll explain it to you later, but please, whatever you do, cancel, call everybody that you had scheduled for, for attendance of this meeting. You must cancel it. I will discuss it with you later. I'm still waiting for the opportunity for him to discuss it with me. <laughs> right, so you can see. Right. But, but I, I can tell you quite a number of events like this. One of these events was when uh, we received a notice. One particular, I was um, on uh, an elder in, in our church, on our church board in Germiston. And uh, at a particular church board meeting, I was astounded to hear that the then Minister of Foreign Affairs of South Africa, Pak Bota, um, he, he passed away only a few months ago, but Pak Bota, I knew was a Freemason. It was common knowledge that he was a Freemason, but over and above that uh-huh. was that there, were, that there were newspaper clippings that I had seen with my own eyes that he was also a member of the satanic church in Cape Town. Okay. In other words, when, he, when, yes. when Parliament sat or when Parliament was active in Cape Town, 
he would actually attend the satanic churches or satanic church in Cape Town. He was a prominent member of this church. And I was astounded and I said to, uh, well, on the correspondence part of the meeting, I heard uh, a letter being read by our secretary that um, Minister of Foreign Affairs of South Africa was to be the guest speaker at the subsequent or the following um, annual conference that the church had on their conference, conference grounds in Johannesburg. It was a very popular place. It was well known across the globe as Maranatha Park. And at this event, he would now be the, the main speaker or the guest speaker. And immediately my hand shot up and I asked for an opportunity to say something. And I was given that opportunity and I asked the church board, um, the, the members that were present, I asked them if we could perhaps send a message or a, a letter to the, the uh, executive council of the church that we find it difficult to believe that they would actually invite a person of that stature to be the guest speaker at the conference because he is, I, 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 I could not tell them at the time that I knew that he was a Freemason and that I knew he was a member of the Church of Satan in Cape Town. But I told them, it, it, let's not open the, the, the pulpits of the church to the politicians. And at the time, he, the, 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 the uh, pastor of the assembly quietened me down and he said to me, uh, David, it's not necessary for us to even discuss it. This is just for our knowledge. The, the communication is from head office. We just need to, to um, take heed of the fact that it's happening. Right. So in any case, we continued with the correspondence, but again, when, when the correspondence had finished, um, I raised my hand and I said to the, the church board, and of course I addressed the uh, chairman, I said, Mr. Chairman, or Pastor Chairman, I said, um, I beg of this council to write a letter to the executive council of the church that we do not open our pulpits to the politicians for any reason whatsoever. I was literally chased out of that meeting because <laughs> when, uh, when again I was quietened down, I then raised my hand and I asked that it be noted in the in the um, uh, uh, on the minutes of the meeting that the um, that I opposed this uh, whole action of the the event being being um, uh, led or uh, uh, that this particular person be the uh, guest speaker at this event. I was actually chased out of the church meeting at that time and I was not permitted to go back inside. Now, I was chased out of church board meetings on a number of occasions, especially when I knew something and I opposed whatever they wanted to do. And the church laws were transgressed on so many occasions that I got to the stage where I decided I did not, I, I I could not continue with being a member of a church board knowing that they, they they did not stick to the rules. They would write the rules, but they would not stick to it themselves. Right, of course. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, what I wanted to say is that uh, churches in general, I believe, are being led 
misled and manipulated by the Freemasonry. No, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, well, we had talked uh, on several occasions about uh, uh, not uh, well Creflo Dollar and uh, who is the uh, that that Texas televangelist, name it and claim it, <laughs> right? Uh, t- yeah. uh, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, uh, Paul Crouch, Kenneth Copeland is the guy I'm trying to think of. Kenneth Copeland. So yes. you have all of these people who are crinos. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crystal Cathedral's Robert, Robert Schuler, 33rd Degree Mason. And we have yes. many of these televangelists who are actually 33rd Degree Masons pretending to be Christians, crinos, namely Christian in name only. The the Christian world is rife with these people. So, right. so also was uh, Billy Graham. Yes. Yeah, his real name was Billy Frank. <laughs> yeah. A Jew, right? So, yes. yeah, this is what we have what what we have to deal with. So, uh, it's an incredible relationship where the Freemasons putatively, I mean, they look white, right? No one would su- suspect yeah. that they're in league with the Jews. Uh, the, the lower ranks of the Freemasons don't understand that they're being manipulated by the Rothschilds and other Jews. And But the, the bottom line is that all Freemasons are Satanists. They are. Oh, they, won't, they, they don't admit absolutely. it publicly, but they are. Over to you. It's only after they have reached the 17th grade that they realize that they have sold their souls to Satan already on the second or the third grade. But... Yes. Uh, uh, coming to think about it, if they go through the initiation rites uh, right in the beginning, even before they they are recognized as Freemasons, those um, initiation rites already is a sign that they are selling their souls to Satan. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn is another candidate, right? Yes. Even Jerry Falwell has taken money from the Reverend Moon and was given a yeah. gift of a multi-million dollar executive jet aircraft by the Zionist government of Israel. Okay? Uh, who butters their bread, Pastor Martins? Who butters it? Or, uh, let's call it margarine well, their, their bread. <laughs> there seems to be a cohesion between uh, these Christian churches and the Israel, well, yeah, the Israelis, Israeli. uh, I, I can't call them Israelites because they're not Israelites. In fact, yeah. they admit to the fact that Jews. they are Edomites. Right, Edomite and, Jews. Yes, ex- yeah. ex- exactly. And uh, if, if, in, in fact, they even admit to the fact that they are Kazarians and ask Nazis. Right. Uh, that they have no Jewish or that uh, the, the, as Judaite Jewish blood. They have no Judaite blood. They have blood. no Judaite blood. They, they recognize the fact that they're not descendants of the house of Jacob. Whatsoever. In fact, I uh, stumbled across something just this morning. I uh, made a comment on somebody's posting on Facebook, where in which I said, my my last line was, uh, oh, "Oh, it's this thing that um, uh, uh, Google is going to filter out any publications, whatever is deemed to be uh, of a conspiracy." Theory, well, <laughs> anything to do with conspiracies, they're going to filter out and take it out of the equation. That sounds now, like a conspiracy comment, to me. Well, Pastor, it's, it's so that um, so many of these so-called conspiracy theories of the past 50 years have turned out to be 
conspiracy true. facts. Just right. And, uh, and the, as time progresses, we find that these conspiracies are being proven again and again to be actually true. Um, but the, the, it's a kind of label that they attach to anybody who makes a statement and they say, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. And with that, they're trying to thwart any uh, recognition of conspiracies that uh, are in fact taking place. Or discussion. Absolutely. Discussion. That's, the, uh, that's the obvious intention. Well, here, actually, yes. come, speaking of, because uh, we have been telling people about the fact that the entire ANC is nothing but a conspiracy and a communist conspiracy at that, which has yeah. been, the, the skids have been greased by Zionist money, by the CIA, by various internationalist type of organizations who are organizing the extermination of the white race. Uh, now, you sent me this. This is dated January 17, 2019. Sorry, Pastor. Yes. Uh, I was still saying about my posting this morning. Yes. My last, the last uh, line of my comment was that I suppose now I'm also going to be labeled as anti-Semitic <laughs> for making for making anti-Semitic statements against people who aren't even Semitic. That's right. That's right. Because, because the Jews are not Semitic. That's right. They're not. They're not descendants of Sem. Edomites and, and Ashkenazim are not Shemites. They're not even Hebrews, right? They're certainly exactly. not Israelites. Certainly not. Exactly. All right. So yeah. the, the DA, which I understand stands for the Democratic Alliance. This is coming out of South Africa. And this yeah. is the headline, folks. This is unbelievable. Uh, I, uh, this week, uh, here in America, a, televan a group of televangelists came out and laid the blame for abortion in America on the Jews, which is a tremendous, because we've been saying this for decades in Christian identity, the Jews are behind the abortion racket in America. So for some evangelists to come out and say so publicly is a quite amazing, right? So it shows that our, what we're teaching, the truth, is filtering down to other people. So here we go. A and C have killed... 500,000 citizens since 94. Document shows ANC's plot to kill all Boers and seize land since 1993. That was just before Nelson Mandela was elected. So here it is, folks. Uh, headline, this is not Era Folk Radio. I'm trying to find out who, uh, which publication this is. Oh, Themba. Oh, no, that's the author. Uh, it's hard to figure out what website this is. They don't have it prominently listed. But this coming out of uh, uh, Southern... Okay. Oh, newsoito.com.za. It's way up in the in the uh, description. newsoito.com.za. Okay, so obviously South African source. And it shows a bunch of black leaders marching around waving and with their hats and everything. So it says here, the DA on Wednesday during their campaign alleged that the ruling party ANC have killed almost 500,000. It's a misprint here. It says 500, but the headline says 500,000. South Africans since 1994, and that would be more accurate, 500,000, not 500. Okay, 
All right, so uh, this is what we've been telling, what you've been reporting, and uh, the Kill the Farmer, Kill the Boar song that the uh, ANC has been singing for decades is just shows their intention to exterminate white people. Over to you. Yes, Pastor, and uh, of course the, um, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners being in total cahoots with that. Now, we must also remember that the ANC was founded by Jews way back in 1912. Yes, and it was founded soon or just after the, um, the, the founding of the Union of South Africa. Now, it is a clear indication. I've, I've got a, uh, the minutes of the conference that they had for the formation of the Union of South Africa. And the, amongst the, the, uh, um, uh, uh, the, the, I would say, the party dwellers that... Uh, uh, were were in 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 on this discussions on the unification of the four provinces of South Africa, of course the two Boer republics and the two provinces of South Africa into a union uh, were Jews, okay. and it's amazing how many of these people actually represented the Jews. Um, I uh, I'm going to have a talk on to you on that um, at a later stage because it. It is quite a thick book that actually um, lists or, or uh, 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 reports on the detail of these discussions. But the way in which the Boers were, in, I would say, sidelined and they were, the, the Boer generals that did attend this conference uh, were sidelined by various ways. And this becomes evident in the, if you read through this book, you'll find that some of the things being discussed were the Boers, the Boer leaders having been taken to another room for discussions. And of course, that was with Freemasons. So because some of the Boer generals were Freemasons themselves, they were being um, overrun and they were being given false promises right. that they would be in control of the Boer republics, even if the Boer republics have become part of the union. And of course, they did not realize that Jan Smuts, being a Freemason and being a Trojan horse of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, and Jan, um, and Louis Boerta, two um, prominent, or they were prominent so-called Boer leaders, but they were Freemasons and they were actually Trojan horses that were placed in the very uh, uh, circles of the Boer generals for the purpose of the misleading and the um, dis the the, the, the um, conspiracy to transpire into what they initially in, 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 intended to have even before the first Anglo-Boer War. Uh -huh. So it was a whole string of events that had been orchestrated in order for the Cape Dutch Afrikaners to get control of the Boers' land, the two Boer republics, and as a, um, as, as a, a reward for the Rothschilds, for their part in forcing the British into the two wars against the Boers, they were promised the access to the gold and the diamonds, which of sure. course was was a, a the, the reason why the Rothschilds got involved. But the Rothschilds were the the key to the um, forcing of the British into the same wars or the war with the Boers. That's right. Um, as I mentioned, as I mentioned before, the uh, Anglo-Boer Wars, especially the Second Anglo-Boer War, had two winners and two losers. 
And the two losers were the British and the Boers because those are the ones that had lost lives. Yes. But the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, um, there were more Cape Dutch Afrikaners that were soldiers of the Queen and rewarded as soldiers of the Queen and there were a total number of Boers in the Boer side of the, the wow. war. Wow. There were only yeah. there were only forty two thousand Boers in the war, and there were fifty thousand Cape Dutch Afrikaners that were re received recognition as soldiers of the Queen, and among or along with them, yeah. a total of four hundred and seventy two thousand soldiers of the Queen against forty two thousand yeah. Boers, and then of course there were some Norwegians and uh, uh, people from France and people from Canada and also from, from uh, the British Isles, who yes. had left their ranks to join up with the Boers because they realized that the, this was a conspiracy against the Boers. And right. there were even Russians. There were Russians that jo joined the Boer lines, and especially in terms of um, driving ambulances, providing ambulances, and providing uh, the, the um, you, you know, um, those Services, that had been, yeah. uh, Services to the Boers, uh, medical services, yes. support services, yes, and, yes, right, yeah, and so uh, we even see. I think there were even a few Americans, uh, and, and, and even a few British were. actually fought for on your side with the Boers. Uh, but here were. it shows the they treachery were. of the Afrikaners, who today claim to be the victims of these wars, and they were actually on the other side against you, the true victims of these wars. They were the enticers and the inciters. Uh, of the Boer Wars, and of course, when they failed initially, when they failed to get the British to uh, react to their lies and deceptions against the Boers with with false proper and uh, false um, information and false uh, 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 report that they were propagating to the British Parliament, they then uh, set up this Jamison invasion, which we had already discussed, but the. Jamison invasion, as I mentioned to you before on this program, was for the purpose, if, the, the, if they could not incite the British to, um, into a war with the Boers, they wanted to make the Boers believe that it was the British attacking them in the Jamison uh, invasion. Yeah, Jamison Raid, Boers, as we know it over here, the Jamison Raid. Right. Yes, okay. But then yeah. for the Boers, they, they were hoping for the Boers to then declare a war against the British because they uh, uh, actually emulated the British uh, in terms of everything, the British uh, um, uh, military uniforms and the British weapons, etc. But many of those uh, on the um, Jamison uh, raid were actually youngsters. They have yeah. never been to a war, they, but they were incited. They were told that they were going to get massive rewards. Um, and, of course, they, they walked into a barricade, which the Boers... But, but the same Cape Dutch Afrikaner by the name of Onse Jan Hofmeyer, he instigated, he was one of the instigators of the Jamison raid, and his brother, who was a Dutch Reformed minister, Christian um, Hofmeyer, uh, he was actually a... Uh, 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 a Dutch Reformed minister who had and uh, he, he had a problem with his trousers. Um, what do you call the the front gate of the trousers? Uh, he had a problem with that because they found that he had numerous um, uh, in 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 uh, what uh, intruders? Intruders? 
No, he had he had numerous affairs with females in his oh, congregations. Oh, okay, I see. And oh, he's a good was, a good Freemason. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he was he was then removed from his position as uh, Dutch Reformed minister. Yeah. And in the process, he then joined uh, an old family friend, the Offmeyer family friend. Uh, Cecil John Rhodes, and as you know, Cecil John Rhodes was an absolute Boer hater. Yes. He spoke of the Boer women as white vermin. Right. And uh, yeah. they then orchestrated uh, the the uh, Jamison raid. And, uh, of course, subsequent to that, when it... Be well, this Onse Jan Hofmeyer orchestrated and was one of the orchestrators of the Jamison raid. And then when the Jamison raid was ready to occur... He sent a message to Paul Kruger, the uh, president of the Transvaal, telling President P Paul Kruger to make the Boers or let the Boers be recognized for what they're doing to, to uh, thwart this invasion by the Jamison raid. So you can okay. see that this Cape Dutch Afrikaner Onse Jan Hofmeyer was an agent in both sides. Wow. While he was inciting the one side, he was inciting the other side. Yes. He was playing both sides. He was playing as if he was on the Boers' side while he was actually providing the British Parliament with lies and deception, trying to force them into a war. And a then, true, of course, when the... Yeah, a true Rothschild agent, definitely. A true Rothschild. In, in fact, um, I have it on black and white that the uh, British Parliament, one of the speakers in the British Parliament spoke of Onse Jan Hofmeyer as a very reliable and a, um, uh, uh, he was a uh, reliable subject of the British Crown. So, uh, right. at the same time, at the same time, this Onse Jan Hofmeyer was um, canvassing Boers and Boer generals and even the uh, president of the Orange Free State, President uh, F.W. Wrights, to become a member of the Afrikaner Bond and the Afrikaner Bond was an organization very similar to the uh, Afrikaner Freemasonry. That is what it was about. And right. quite a number of the Afrikaner, or the, the Boer leaders joined the Afrikaner Bond. And I could never understand what was the reason for the uh, disenchantment or the uh, disarray between the Boer leaders at the time, even just prior to the Anglo-Boer War. I yeah. couldn't understand. And then during my... my um, uh, 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 investigations into this, I found that the reason why they were in disarray was because some of the Boer leaders actually joined the Afrikaner yeah. Bond, and they even wow. spoke of themselves as Afrikaners. Jeez. It was, right. yes, past yeah. and, and this just shows you the level of deception that these Cape Dutch Afrikaners as Jews, having their Jewish and their, their Edomite yeah. bloodline Right, and behavior, <laughs> and their behavior too, right? It, it, it characterizes these Edomites, whether they are known as Jews or whether they are known as Afrikaners, they have the exact same uh, Edomite strains. They, um, and, and I see so many of my friends talk about these liberals. Uh, they go on about these liberal whites. Right. And I tell them this is, this is the wrong uh, term to use. Yeah. Why don't you use the correct term? It is the Afrikaner because the Afrikaners are yeah. are inclined towards li um, um, liber being liberal. 
They are inclined towards, um, uh, for, for example, they, they seem to be very good businessmen because they control business in South Africa, even with the blacks having become uh, super billionaires overnight. Right. Because of their, their being um, yeah. in, in government Posture, seats. Positioned. Yeah, they're being positioned. Yes. Yeah, to take jobs but, away from white people, right? And they become immensely but, but, rich. But even so, the Afrikaners still dominate the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. And the yeah. reason for that is because of the, the, the deception their that Jewish they have. Blood. <laughs> the, right. the Jewish blood. The Jewish yeah. blood. The Edomite blood that's in their genes. It's sure. I've got a new name for Afroforum. How about Afro-Edom? Afro-Edom, um, okay. <laughs> Edomite, yes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, here, I, w I want uh, one more headline here to demonstrate the fact that what we've been teaching in Christian identity about the Jews and about conspiracies in general and how much influence the Jews have in governments all over the world and that the Jews are the ones promoting the extermination of the white race. Here's F.W. de Klerk. I didn't realize he was still alive. This is dated January yes. 25, 2019. Racial yes. issues. F.W. de Klerk complains about the double standards. Really? It took you this long to find out that there's double standards, one standard for Jews and one standard for us? Right? During his speech before the Cape Press Club, F.W. de Klerk said there were double standards when it comes to dealing with r racial issues. Yeah, blacks are let go and whites are murdered. Over to you. But, but Pastor was warned about this um, during the early 80s already. But he did not, because of his, um, uh, one must look at the way in which he became the president of South Africa at the time. The, the then president, P.W. Boeta, um, was taken out of his chambers in the parliament in Cape Town. And he was actually dozed to become, well, there's, there's some... Uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call a drug Controversy? that they can uh, there's some drug that they can give you that would actually uh, create a heart attack or that would create yes. something that looks like having a stroke okay and this is what they gave him and this resulted in what was then deemed to be a stroke that the the then uh, state president had had but afterwards this state president pw Boeta, or this ousted President P.W. Boeta, he himself has, had, had numerous, uh, well, I had numerous reasons, and, and every um, right-thinking uh, person had reason to have serious doubts about the integrity of P.W. Boeta, but it was clear that at the time, P.W. Boeta did not have a stroke, and he was in total health. Huh. And he had, he had various interviews by people who knew what was happening right and he could confirm and he's even his doctor confirmed that he did not have a stroke and that it was because of a drug that he had been um, uh, in his in his coffee or w whatever and he then pw Boeta then stated that um, he was confronted with certain questions about the release of nelson mandela and uh, the way in which South Africa was to become just another African state under uh, majority rule, etc.
Uh-huh. And he, he wanted to oppose that. And he said that he knew that he was being removed so that the new world order could be established in South Africa. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. It, it was clear that if W. de Klerk was a willing and a useful idiot to do just that, uh-huh. because P.W. Boeta wanted to oppose it, right. if W. de Klerk was an available pawn for the purpose of establishing the new world order state called yeah. South Africa. Right. So uh, these comments by de Klerk are a little, a little too late, <laughs> right? Too little, too late. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Go ahead. It, 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 it would be as if he now uh, admits to being an idiot way back right. in the 80s. Right. He didn't see this coming, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, here, let's yeah. be fair. Let's be fair. The vast majority of whites on planet Earth have no idea. Yeah. That all of this multiracial, multiculturalism, uh, all of these promises of a paradise between blacks and whites, if blacks are simply given power, okay, yeah. most the vast majority of white people all across the world believe this nonsense. Absolutely yeah. believed it, right? Today they're called liberals and Judeo-Christians. That's what yeah. they are, okay? Yeah, but, go ahead. But, purely because of the the number outweighing their numbers outweighing the whites the blacks don't realize this but their future existence is also under threat uh-huh. because it is um, it, it is any pure race is under threat because they are um, the blacks can identify as blacks because they have a common background. But yes. the, once they start bastardizing with whites and across color, etc., you actually removing yourself from an ancestral uh, an, an ancestral uh, connection with people that are similarly raced as you. Right. Sure. So sure. so they they removing the racial factor out of every individual who has because being a colored you 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 standing outside of race. Right. Yeah. Well, you're you don't know what you are. You know, you're one or the other, and you're neither. <laughs> right. You, you neither. You're neither. And, and yeah. the the blacks don't realize this, that they they race is under threat as well. Now, the easiest one to to thwart or the easiest one to remove is the whites, and this is done by right. the Jews, and also the 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 Jews themselves having a a integrated or a a racial or a racial um, uh, racialless um, existence because they're not Ashkenazis only they're Ashkenazis and they Khazarians and they Edomites and they Babylonian right. and they because um, we read in scripture I've forgotten what scripture it is but we read in scripture that Esau took unto himself some non non Hebrew wives that's right and then, yeah. and then he, 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 he then he, he tight wives, and then he went to Babylon, and in Babylon, in Babylon, he also uh, uh, he, he also mixed race with the Babylonians. Right. Okay. So, and it's it's, it's written that Isaac and Rebecca was uh, was was became hard so because yeah angry angry and hard and and hard so because of yeah yeah 
Yeah, and then, and then uh, Rebecca warned Jacob not to do what Esau had done, okay? And we are the Correct. descendants of Jacob, and Jews are the descendants of Esau, the race mixers, okay? Yes. So, yeah, no. Exactly the same with Afrikaners. The Afrikaners are, in fact, um, uh, descendants of um, the house of e uh, Esau. Okay, well, that's interesting, though, because what you, you call them coloreds. We call them, well, we call them bastards or uh, half-breeds. You know, there's all kinds of names for mixed-race people. But uh, yeah. these coloreds are more easily manipulated uh, because these are the exact people that the Jews use on the political stage to pretend to be white if they look white or to pretend to be black if they, if they look black, right? So they can play yes. the game. They can play these games with these coloreds and fool the rest of the population. They become their agents. Okay. Yes. All right. So we only have less than uh, three minutes left, and I just want to uh, remind people that on February 27th, we are scheduling a day of prayer and fasting. It is a Wednesday, so I would like everybody to jot that uh, date down on your calendar. Be prepared to fast that entire day. And we're going to pray for the freedom, for the liberation of the Boer people in South Africa from their oppressors, the international Jew and the Freemasons, and likewise for the entire white race on this planet to wake up and be liberated to turn back to Yahweh and be free of these oppressors who are manipulating us, especially the liberals and the Judeo-Christians, totally having brainwashed the vast majority of white people. And uh, to understand that we have been manipulated and oppressed by these international banksters. And if you don't realize that by now, you're not awake. <laughs> you're simply not awake. So we have scheduled February 27th, and we I'd like to do like a 9 a.m. conference call here on Eurofolk Radio. That'll be a special event. It's a Wednesday, Wednesday, February 27th, okay, just to get everybody ready for that. And we'll be promoting that as we continue on uh, next, February, uh, next Sunday is February 3rd as we enter into February uh, this coming weekend. Okay, back to you. Actually, we just have uh, uh, your final thoughts, Pastor. We have about a minute um, left. Pastor, yes, greatly appreciate it uh, for that particular day uh, that we can set that apart because I think there would be many Boers that would partake in that. Okay. Thank you very much. It was very most good. interesting program as usual and uh, praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. All right, folks, thanks for listening. This has been the Voice of Christian Israel right here on Eurofolk Radio, your place for truth. No BS as the... Uh, as the people in uh, Vietnam, <laughs> they picked up an American slang real quick. When a, when a uh, Vietnamese person would talk to you, they would say, no BS, we're not fooling you, we're not lying to you. And uh, boy, did I hear that phrase very, very often from uh, the Vietnamese people. So thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. See you next time. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh.